This is Alan Kiger with Sights and Sounds Promotions, and I'd like to dedicate this show to the late Joe Diffie. This is Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger. Alan is a Hendricks County native that talks with your favorite entertainers. Sights and Sounds is sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. And now your host, Alan Kiger. Hello, listeners. My guest today is Greg Martin, a lead guitar player for the Kentucky Headhunters. How are you today, Greg? Not bad. Not bad for somebody in quarantine or uh, isolation. Uh, lockdown. <laughs> not complete. Not complete. I, we still get out. But I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, just trying to uh, get through this just like everybody else. So the, the bad part is we're all in it together. The good part is we're all in it together. So maybe That's we right. That's right. And we're all in the same boat. Yes, we are. Same journey. Yeah, it's a uh, it's, uh, hurry up and wait scenario. And as we were talking before we went on, I don't know where we're at in this journey so far. So it's, uh, you know, just got to be cautious. But also, uh, hopefully things are going to get better soon. That's, that's uh, what I'm hoping anyway, you yeah. know. Well, Greg, let's talk a little bit about some of your other things that you have going on outside of the Kentucky Headhunters. <clears throat> uh, first, first, I want to talk about, you've got a radio show that you're a host on, on WDNS-FM D93 in Bowling Green, Kentucky, called The Lowdown Showdown. Yeah. Why don't you tell our listeners yeah. about that and uh, when you're on and, and what the plans are for that show? Well, I have... Uh been doing the lowdown hoedown at WDNS and Bowling Green. Oh gosh, over 18 years now. I started back in November. Let me make sure I've got this right. I think it was November of 2001. But the genesis of the show really goes back to 1997. I did the show two and a half years at WBVR in Campbellsville, Kentucky. And uh, when I started doing the show up there, uh, I had an engineer. So I wasn't allowed to touch the controls. You know, they would just key the mic, and I would, uh, you know, front sail, back sail, and talk about the songs I played and this and that. And uh, two and a half years into the show in Campbellsville, uh, my engineer decided he'd had enough of the station and he wanted to quit. And I went, okay, well, I guess I'm done with this because I can't run the board. And I took a break from radio, basically, and, uh, in 2000. But in 2001, Brian Locke at WDNS contacted me. He had just taken over the, the uh, music director's slot at the station. And he wanted me to bring the show down there. And it was just perfect timing, so to speak. And uh, the show is really... It's, it's built on blues. I mean, it's really a blues show, but man, I go all over the place. I take uh, liberties with the genres. I mean, I, I've actually played... Uh, Brian Wilson was going to be in Bowling Green about three or four years ago, and, and one, one week I played the entire Pet Sounds album, which is, which is anything but blues, you know. Right. But... 
But, but you know, I take you know, I take uh, liberties with genres, and man, I'll play soul music, I'll play blues rock, I'll play some underground rock. But really, the gist of the show is, I'd say, ninety percent is blues music, and I try to go way back, man. I try to go way back. I don't play as much modern blues as I should, but I feel like those artists are getting covered pretty good out there on uh, satellite radio. And I feel like the people listening to my show, they want to know the roots of the blues. So, man, I go way back to, you know, Robert Johnson, uh, Blind Willie Johnson, uh, Sunhouse, uh, of course, Muddy Waters, Helen Wolf, you know, stuff like that, John Lee Hooker. And uh, then I try to build it, you know, build it up to make connections with more of a modern, you know, like say, hey, well, Albert King, you know, uh, influenced Stevie Ray Vaughan, he influenced Jimi Hendrix, he influenced Eric Clapton, you know, and try to try to make uh, connections that way. But uh, I've been doing it over 18 years. Uh, by the grace of God, we, <laughs> we can do this virus uh, deal. Uh, I should, uh, in November, hit 19 years, and I just plan on doing it as long as I can, you know, as long as uh, the station is there and uh, there's an interest, I'll, I'll keep doing it, you know. I, I enjoy listening to it. You know, I tune in whenever I can. Thank you. So it's 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 always I, I make sure I listen to uh, I don't know back is probably back in the fall you had all I think it was maybe two weeks worth of Stevie Ray Vaughan in there and uh, you had some some great guests on yeah. the show so I really like oh uh, yeah thanks I have you know this would be a good time to get some guests because uh, everybody's sitting at home I really should think about that you know but uh, uh, I haven't had guests lately I've really made a uh, decision back around December that I was going to really backtrack and go, okay, let's really hammer and let's go back to the people that that are like the influential, iconic blues artists such as Jimmy Reed, John Lee Hooker, and uh, Albert King and people like that. And uh, so I've really been hammering. I mean, there's been, you know, if you've been listening lately, there's been like uh, this past Three weeks I did Albert King plus not just the Albert King. You know I'd be playing other blues artists from the forties and fifties and maybe a little at the early sixties as well. But uh, yeah, it changes. You know, I mean, part of it is what whatever mood I'm in. You know, if I wake up one day, I go, man, I need to, I need to do some I need to do some Jimi Hendrix blues stuff or something. You know, or Cream. You know, I'll definitely throw that in as well. Okay, well, Greg, from your Facebook page, I saw um, you've got something coming up on April 2nd called Greg Martin's Kentucky Backcountry Blue Intro Guitar Lessons. Why don't you tell the listeners about that and what it's going to be about and how they can go about being a part of that? Sure. That's through uh, my friends at Truefire in Florida. And basically, back in November, I uh, flew to Florida for, for like a, a week and filmed. Really, they worked me pretty pretty hard for two days. You know, I was down there for four, but but they, we worked pretty hard. And they picked my brain, and uh, you know, before we even got into it, I started talking to uh, True Fire. Uh, uh, you know, a few months prior to that, and to Jeff, the, the guy that puts all the courses together.
together and we decided which direction we wanted to go. So I went in the studio up here in Glasgow back last spring, summer, early summer, and recorded some backing tracks to play over different, you know, grooves and things. And basically, we're just covering different styles. Uh, I don't, I mean, I'm not covering Stevie Ray Vaughan or Jimmy Hendrix. It's just stuff that, that the way I play, basically, you know, like, you know, shuffle blues, slow blues, funk, um, soul type things, you know. Uh, I'm covering slide. And, and, and more or less, it'll be, there'll be some, there'll be several lessons in this course, and they'll be broke down really, really in depth. And uh, the music tracks will be available too. So once somebody sees what I do, they can go back and, and attempt to do it their own way. And basically, what I'm hoping people get out of this, Alan, is not to sound like me. Uh, I hope that they'll take what I do and hope it inspires people to, to find their own God given voice, so to speak, and inspire them, you know, to, to, to move forward and, and get better. Um, there's nothing too hard on my course that, that uh, somebody that's got a pretty good grip on blues and rock that, that they can't do, really, honestly. Now, if somebody wants something more adventurous, you know, I would suggest them to, you know, like like in the vein of Eric Johnson, I don't go that far into it, you know, but uh, uh, there's some other, they've got some other teachers as well. I mean, they've got True Fire, have got Robin Ford, Larry Carlton, Tommy Emmanuel. Uh, they got so many great teachers, and I'm just honored when Jeff got back to me and asked me if I wanted to do a course. Uh, and this all stems back, all uh, back in 1990, 1991. Uh, Hot Wicks, which was headed up by Arlen Wall, they used to do video lessons. And I did uh, a video lesson many years ago, uh, a VHS tape called Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> you know, and uh, that sold real well, did real well for me way back when VHS uh, tapes were going. And, uh, of course, that company kind of fell by the wayside, and that, that video, I've only, I think I've got one copy of it left now. And uh, so, so teaching is something I enjoy doing. Uh, I don't really know music theory like, like people like Robin Ford and Larry Carlton, but I... Uh, I break it down pretty good where people can get a good idea where I'm coming from, you know, my influences and uh, my technique and things like that. So there'll be different segments, you know, uh, there'll be several different, like 12 or 13 different songs, and they'll be broken down in different ways that people can spend some good time getting to know what I do and hopefully take what I've given them and make it their own. That's what I'm out there to do. That's that's great. I mean, you're you're one of my favorite guitar players. Just watching you on stage, I just love it. While we're talking about that, <laughs> well, you are. While we're talking about the blues, let's play uh, one of my favorite Kentucky Headhunter songs that you guys do in your blues set called "Shuffling Back to Memphis." Oh, one of mine too. In case you're just tuning in, we just got done listening to the Kentucky Headhunters shuffling back to Memphis, and I'm talking with Greg Martin. Uh, Greg, tell me a little bit for the listening audience about your guys' blues set in the Kentucky Headhunters show. I mean, you kind of slide it in the middle. You're taking one from your 
your country rock and the southern rock and then it it strictly goes blues for three or four songs and it's just a, a different mix in there tell me how that come about and what it is about the blues that that it seems like the four of you i don't know it seems like it's a different completely part of the show that everybody gets really into thank you thank you it's my favorite part of the show i'm not i'm not gonna lie to you it's just a uh, to me that that section of the show is a cleansing experience for me and i'm sure it is for the other guys too not that we don't like the other stuff but it's just something where i always look forward to getting that one segment there where we play uh shuffling back to memphis stumbling and have you ever loved a woman and sometimes uh, walking with wolf and uh well if you go back to the origins of the Headhunters back in 1986 when Richard Fred, Doug and I put the band together as us four that put the band together. Uh, even though we were doing a few originals, I think our original intent was to put together a little blues band. Uh, and we were studying Sonny Boy Williamson, Freddie King. We were studying just a lot of iconic blues artists. And uh, But within that, we were also listening to some rockabilly and some roots music. And I think immediately, I mean, it took us a little bit to get our musical legs, but, you know, from all of the influences that, that were coming into the band from the various guys, uh, we, we started coming up with our own sound. But the blues has always been very important, even going way back to Itchy Brother, the band that Richard Fred and I had with our cousin Anthony. Starting back in 68, the blues were always so important. When we put our band together back then, even though we were into the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and... Uh, music like that, Jimi Hendrix and Cream and Jeff Beckgroup in our view were making their impact on the music scene and Hendrix and Cream were just blues on steroids, you know right. and and when we heard that, you know, we're like, whoa, what's this? And the next thing you know, we're hearing groups like 10 years after, Savoy Brown, uh, Red Deplin, Pussyard Birds, and stuff like that. So we were getting steeped in the blues, you know, way, way back on into the 70s, even though we were into groups like Led Zeppelin, which were very blues-based. Uh, we would always, we would never turn our back on the blues. We would always play some blues, you know, even in Itchy Brother. So there again, fast forward to 1986, when we formed the Kentucky Headhunters, which initially we were called the Headhunters, uh, we started playing blues. We started studying blues. We went way back to the roots of it to study it. So now, during our show, since we've done two uh, CDs with the late great Johnny Johnson, we like to showcase that side of us. Uh, our music is just a burdu of rock and roll, blues, and country, you know, with some other influences thrown in. You know, but during that segment you're talking about, we do try to go back to what we initially started out as a blues band. Really, that part that part of the show just it. The, the first time I saw it, I liked it, and second and third time, I mean, it's that's my favorite part. I can't wait till we get to that part of the show. It just me too. It's all, all wrapped me up. Too. I love it. 
I never get tired of that segment. It's just like a soul cleansing for me, you know. It just, uh, I always love that. Always love it. And I love the blues. I mean, I grew up listening to rock and roll, loving Spoonful, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and people like that. But, uh, you know, the Love and Spoonful were very blues-based. That was my first concert in 1966, and I was immediately, uh, I immediately took the notice of those guys. They were doing a lot of blues, or country blues, within their set. They were very roots-oriented. And then fast forward to talking there kind of on the blues let's uh go to where uh you also had a band or have a band called i don't know if it's still going or if it was just a one-time thing uh, called the greg martin group how did that come about and are you still together yeah greg martin group is still together i mean it's it, it's a fun side group you know i have to play when the headhunters are off Maybe not so much now. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's off. You know, yeah, I've got guitars laying all over the house. And, but, uh, but, you know, I, I enjoy uh, the, the, the Greg Martin group was uh, put together again to get back to the blues element. And, and you know, we were doing songs by Freddie King and B.B. King. And, but we would also do some, you know, uh, Buddy Water songs and make them a little bit heavier. But yeah, we put that together, oh, I don't know what year, back about 10 years ago, and we haven't played, honestly, we haven't played since about this time last year. And uh, it's just the headhunters were so busy last year, and the drummer had some health issues back in the fall. He's doing better now. We just had to basically take a break from that. It's still together. I mean, I'm not saying we won't play together. Probably sometime this summer when things calm down, we'll get back together. But it was just, it, it, it was basically when uh, something to do, 
when the hammer's rough to keep my chops up and to have some fun. I mean, really, that's the main reason is to have a little fun playing music and hopefully uh, bring the audience along with it. Now, is that something for the listening audience? Uh, can they go... Uh, to Spotify and listen to that, or can they go to iTunes? Where can or can they listen to that music? Yeah, the Greg Martin Group. Uh, our first thing was an instrumental forty-five released on Sunday's record. This is the fourth thing. Sharon came in on vocals. Dean, Steve, and I did a uh, forty-five record of uh, the covers of Travis Womack's song called Scratchy and uh, another song called Groovy Grubworm that was a big hit back in 68. And Bob Irwin at Sundays released that on uh, his, his label, RFD, which was a subsidiary of, of Sundays Records. And you can get that through Sundays as a download or a 45, a yellow 45 record, and we intentionally mixed it in mono. We didn't even do it in stereo. We went back, you know, like you would have heard it back in Listeners, there's where you go. Okay, Greg. Uh, yeah. Also, um, you know, you've posted some stuff on Facebook, something I really like. Uh, again, you're in a group, or we're a part of a group called the Mighty Jeremiah's, which uh, is a, I'm going to say, a, a gospel blues type of uh, yep. music. And yep. how did that come about? That's that's an interesting, interesting music. I loved it. Well, thank you. There again, it's another. Uh, it was another nice little journey, and and there again, the Jeremiah's are are, are still active. The last time that we did play, we did a double bill with uh, the Greg Martin group in Bowling Green. Uh, right on my birthday, March the first of last year, and uh, Jimmy Hall, the vocalist the lead vocalist for the Mighty Jeremiah who uh, sang with Wet Willie. Uh, he currently sings with Jeff Beck on, on some tours. And it's just an amazing, amazing, great singer. I, I guess the Jeremiah's, the genesis for that would have to go back to 1992, way back. A lot of folks might know the history of the Headhunters, but back in 1992, we had a... Uh, Implosion of so the band imploded. You know, Doug and uh, Ricky left the group to form Brother Phelps. So there was a little period about three months of putting the Headhunters back together. uh, That we had some time. You know, we were writing with the new members. You know, Mark Orr and Anthony Kinney. But I was also in the studio at David Barracks with my stepson John McGee and Dean Smith and, and another bass player, whoever was available. And we were just cutting tracks. No, nothing planned. We weren't 
thinking about doing any kind of uh, CD or anything, but uh, little by little it came apparent that we were putting something together and I wasn't really sure. 1994, uh, I rededicated my life to Christianity, to the Lord, and it really made sense that what I was doing was starting a gospel CD. So we started heading in that direction. And I invited Jimmy Hall uh, to sing on three tracks. And as soon as he put his vocal on uh, John the Revelator, the light went off. I went, oh, this is what's supposed to happen here, you know. And so it took, it took, it took a while to get it together, to get it done. I, I can't tell you how many years. It was about, I mean, because of touring and putting the headhunters back together and different things going on in our life, it took about seven or eight years to get that TV completed. And uh, so Jimmy, Jimmy Hall is the lead vocalist. Dean Smith plays bass on it. Uh, also, Mark Hendricks from Lexington has played some bass on it. Uh, my stepson, John McGee, is a big part of it on drums. Wrote, co-wrote a lot of the songs on it. Uh, we brought in Kevin McKendrick keyboards. Uh, we've got Phil Kagey on a track. Oh, wow. uh, actually, he's on two tracks. I believe Phil Kagey's a great guitarist. Uh, Bonnie Bramlett from Delaney and Bonnie is on it. Uh, uh, the Headhunters on on a track. Uh, who else? Oh, Ricky Phelps. Ricky and Doug together on a track. <laughs> Just so many different people, you know. So it's a smorgasbord of, of uh, different different styles, basically, as, as you know. And uh, it was available originally to Air Ecstasy Records out of Louisville, but around two thousand. I believe 2009, I think the economy had, you know, that's when they had a rough time. Uh, Ear Ecstasy had a rough time, and the record label kind of bit the dust. Probably around, actually probably around 2011, it went out of print. So now, uh, I just print up a few every so often and, and put them on line to sell to, to friends. I, I get more of them away than anything. I've never made any money. I've lost, actually lost money, but I don't mind. That's what I, it was a great project. I, I feel like, of course, I want the people to hear it. They can judge for themselves, see what they think, you know. Well, listening audience, let's go ahead and listen to one of the songs that I really liked on there called Ain't No Room in This House for Hell. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. Brother Richard Young helped write that one, and Doug Phelps is on that as well listening audience we're back in case you're just tuning in we just got done listening to ain't no room in this house for hell with the mighty jeremiah's and i'm speaking with greg martin of the kentucky headhunters greg we've listed some other projects you've done uh, on top of all of the other projects you do you're also a guitar player in your uh, local church there at the emmanuel baptist church in glasgow kentucky how long have you been playing in the church band We joined Emmanuel Baptist Church the latter part of 1994, and I was out of church many years. <laughs> I, I, I'm ashamed to tell you, I, uh, sometime in the mid-70s, I decided I wasn't going to church anymore, and, you know, become the prodigal son, you know. But uh, when I rededicated my life, we started looking around for a church for the family, and we ended up landing at Emmanuel, and we love it there. We love our church family. Uh, when I first started there, I wasn't playing at all. 
you know, I just went and studied with the congregation. And uh, actually, when we first started there, there wasn't much music, really. It was a piano player and an organ player. You know, it was it was pretty uh, conservative. Uh, but as, you know, as time went on, you know, they figured out, well, we've got a guy who plays guitar here. We can bring him up to, you know, help lead worship. You know, this and that. And two different pastors that would come, you know, we would, uh, uh, little by little, we built a praise team up. That, and now we've really got a really good little praise team uh, headed up by Justin Meredith. And we, our, our pastor, Jeremy Atwood, is just so into music. And uh, so every Sunday when I'm home, uh, I just I just go play. I just, they just know I'm going to show up and play either acoustic or electric guitar. But that all started back in really 94, 95, you know, when I first started playing at the church. It's just, it's just, it's, it's really enjoyable, Alan. I can just sit back in my chair in the background and, uh, man, I'm just, I'm just worshiping with the rest of the guys, you know. I'm, I'm just, I'm offering, it's, it's a musical offering to the Lord when I look at it. And, uh, and man, there's some Sunday that the God spirit is so strong in there, man, you just, it just, it just lifts your it lifts your heart, man. I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, maybe one Sunday I'll sneak down there once we get out of quarantine and Come on. listen to the worship well, band. So. We'll return to Sights and Sounds right after this message from our sponsor. Hawkeye Self Storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with three locations, 1303 East County Road 200 South in Danville, 7410 West U.S. 36 in Danville, and 2238 West U.S. Highway 36 in Danville. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 316 316- 745-2700 or by going to their website hawkeyestorageunits.com Hi, this is John Waits and if you can hear my voice you're going to be hearing Alan on WYRC um, While we're talking on, on the quarantine there how are you and the rest of the headhunters doing in this difficult time? I mean, nobody's touring um, are, are you guys writing songs? Are you thinking of recording anything? Is there anything happening other than everybody um, just kind of hunkering down and, and staying by themselves? What's what's going on with the group? Well, I haven't seen anybody since our last date was about a month ago or three weeks ago in Virginia at the Birchmere. And uh, honestly, we came off the road uh, we had like a month off. Uh, we were actually supposed to be going on the road. We had a. We were supposed to have a date on the 28th tomorrow, and uh, obviously I got canceled. Got moved up to October. Uh, but I haven't. I have not seen anybody one on one since we got off the road because everybody's pretty much stand put. You know, uh, I, I've communicate with Richard on the phone. I've talked to Fred on Facebook. I've talked to Doug on email. Uh, and I'm sure everybody is, is, is writing because uh, we were due to go in the studio back earlier in the year. We were going to go in, you know, lay some new songs down. 
But with everything going on, it'll probably be in the late spring before we can go in the studio and start cutting some new songs. And with that said, maybe in the fall or early, I can't tell you when there'll be a new Headhunter album, but there will be one. Now at some point, it was some songs. Uh, direction, I can't tell you until we get together. What'll probably happen, everybody will reconvene at the studio and we'll just start laying them down then. Then I'll know what direction we're in. Okay. I'm sure it'll be a lot of blues involved. But everybody's doing good. As far as I know, everybody's doing all right. I haven't heard that anybody's sick or anything. Uh, we all got allergies. And there's still some, besides this virus going around, there's still some colds going on. I had a cold about about three weeks ago, you know, and uh, it went away pretty quick. But now, man, last uh, last November, December, I was like sick for three or four weeks, which makes me wonder if some of this stuff wasn't hitting back then, but God only knows. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll ever know 100% of exactly everything that's going on with this. No, no. No, we're all just hunkered down here in Kentucky, just waiting for the green light. Of course, when, when the green light's given, it's going to be like letting a bunch of horses loose on church, at Churchill Down for Derby Day. Everybody's going to come out of Nashville, and you, it's going to be crazy. It's it going will, to be nuts, you know. It will be crazy. Well, listening audience, we're... I, I have no idea. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I, and I have no clue when this is going to happen. I mean, I'm... I'm I don't know. I don't even know where we're at with this, you know, this uh, uh, coronavirus. I don't know. I know New York is really getting hammered right now. You know, uh, here where I'm at is not that bad yet. It's out there. It's right. It's all around us. And I'm sure that there's cases in the county that maybe people just don't realize they got it. You know, but but. We just don't know where we're at with this. We don't know how long it's going to go. Um, when is touring going to start? We don't know. We really don't know. There's not a definitive answer. Yeah, around here, I don't know. I mean, churches are shut down, and every everything that you think of that you normally do, you can't yeah. go do. You can't go to the gym. You can't go to the movie theater. You can't. People can't go yeah. to a bar. Um, can't go to church. Um, no. we're, we're in a different way of life and I think you're right when this is over you know and I don't know how they'll release it hey now you can get together as 50 or 250 but when they finally get the green light like you're saying I think it's going to be people are going to be out wanting to do stuff so oh it's going to be people are going to be ready uh, we still have church we don't have corporate church service we don't have a congregation right uh, we still have about well the praise team which you know we have like eight people sitting six feet apart practicing social distancing so to speak and uh, our pastor we we still do that now i'm not sure what's going to happen this coming sunday they may decide they just want two three people there i don't i don't know uh but we're having an online church you know is what we're doing you know through facebook and i'm not sure if we're doing instagram or not but uh yeah same thing around here uh, drive through restaurants are open. Right. Same Walmart's open. Uh, dollar stores open. Grocery stores are open. Uh, cars going and setting down anywhere. No, you can't do that. Uh, it's, just, it's just, we're all in the same boat. Well, listen, same boat, man. Listeners, I want to play one of my favorite uh, Kentucky Headhunter songs called Great Acoustics. 
that's one of my uh, favorite songs that you guys do. You don't you don't do it. You know, I haven't seen you do it on in concert, but I I love I love that song. Um, thank you. I want to thank you for taking the time to be my guest today. And I, you know, my being focused. Oh, the main focus for my shows is basically just to plug an artist and where people can go see them play, but that's that's out right now, but where they can go pick up their music and how they can follow their favorite artist and get to know more about an artist. Um, where can the fans find you, you know, on Instagram? Where Where is it that everybody can check Greg Martin out? Well, as I say, the mothership for everything I do, is the Kentucky Headhunters. And uh, first off, you, if you want to check the, the Headhunters out, KentuckyHeadhunters.com. Uh, we're, we're, we've got our, our website. We've also, uh, we're, on, uh, we're also on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, more, I'm not first in Instagram. I'm not sure how often we have anything going up there, but we're on Facebook quite often now since we're off. Uh, first, Myself, I'm on Facebook. I'm very easy to find. Uh, my page, even if, I've got one page that's full up, it hit its limit, but you can still go up there. I've got it open to the public if they want to go up and see what I'm posting, you know, they can actually comment. And I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, but I don't even know anything about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm trying to get a better grip on, on this social media stuff. Because, I mean, let's just face it. Uh, this uh, virus scare has pretty much forced us to to, to go there. That, that's the only uh, way we can share what's going on in our lives, really. That's it. You know. But I'm on Facebook about every day. They can find me there. And the Headhunters are all uh, Richard, Fred, Doug, they're on Facebook. Uh, Fred's pretty active. I'm not sure about Doug and Richard if they've been on very much, but uh, I'm sure they check it every so often. But we're all doing good, man. We're ready. We're ready to get back to work. We're ready for uh, this nation to heal from this, and we're ready to get back out there and do what we love doing. That's playing music, and we're ready to, to record a new CD or vinyl or EP. I'm not even sure what. Uh, I think I, I believe CDs and albums are not the big rage now. I think it's all about an EP or a single now. You know, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I'm, I'm still old school myself. Uh, Me too, buddy. I've got I got so much music. It's crazy. I, I, I'm ashamed to tell you guys. I've got it. It take me. I, I I don't even have, have the time to listen to everything I've got. when you want to go listen to it. Yeah, man. Man, it's my library. It's my library, and I, I love it. Well, thanks, thanks thank for you for having me. God bless you and be safe. And uh, listening audience, make sure you tune in on Monday nights for Greg's show on WDNS D93 in Bowling Green, Kentucky for the Lowdown Hoedown. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, WDNSFM.com. And there's there's an app for D93. Listen, folks, everybody hang in there. Pray for each other. Love each other. And we're going to get through this together. And we're going to get through it. But it's going to be a little trial right now. So just stay safe. Be cautious. And uh, we're going to make it. God bless each and every one of you. You've been listening to Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger. Sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. 
Join us the first and third Sunday of every month at 11 a.m. on WYRZ. And don't forget, if you miss a broadcast, you can hear the podcast at sightsandsoundspromotions.com, where Alan hangs out with music royalty. Hawkeye Self Storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with three locations, 1303 East County Road 200 South in Danville, 7410 West U.S. 36 in Danville, and 2238 West U.S. Highway 36 in Danville. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 310 310- 7-745-2700 or by going to their website hawkeyestorageunits.com